1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. 57. Time to get to music news. There's always a lot of it that builds up over the course of a week. With Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys? Very good. well. Very well. That's good to hear. No smoke. It's a big day. It's a big day for you today. The uh, the new the Taylor's version of <laughs> of uh, Speak Now is out. You know, you laugh, but a listener actually ordered a cassette copy for me. A cassette. <laughs> Because I have a cassette player in my, cool. old, in my old, old, old car that I drive around during the that's, summer that's sometimes. Excellent. That's excellent. And I, and I saw saw the picture of it. It's a pink cassette case, so it's going to look extra good it, while I'm enjoying Taylor. I think so. I, think <laughs> you know, so. I, George, I want to see, see Facebook pictures. Okay. And a George Carlin cassette that was pink. I think they, yeah, there was way back when yeah. they, they tried that for a while. They, you yeah. know, I remember they made like custom cassette cases and stuff. You know, that's one comeback that doesn't seem to be getting much traction. They've been trying to bring the cassette back, like they brought vinyl back, and uh, it's just not taken. <laughs> well, Bob is just preparing for his future. Okay, uh, exactly. by getting on the Taylor uh, bandwagon, you know, because the Eagles are wrapping things up. The yep. Eagles are. We're going to get the. We're going to get the. They say at least the. The final Eagles tour, they are at least calling it the long goodbye. Um, but they announced the first 12 dates of this that are, that are going to kick off September 7th in Madison Square Garden. Steely Dan will be the opening act on the tour. Brian pointed out the irony of that, that Steely Dan will be opening. That's for a the... little bit of a joke, right? I mean, stabbing term... with their Steely knives was a, a dig at Steely oh, Dan. Correct. And Steely Dan had their dig at the Eagles. Oh, so sure. You know, sure, but no, they've gone and, back and forth. But there's always you know, been a mutual respect, right? And and they both have the same Satan in in Irving Azoff. He's, <laughs> he's their he's their manager. Um, if you are planning to see the t- the Eagles, though, you know, clear the plastic because the ticket prices are substantial, as we've come to expect from them. You know, uh, my a typical person's idea of a well, this is it. This is our farewell tour. And the Eagles' idea of a farewell tour, I mean, this is going to go well into 2025, I've seen. I would think, you know, I think they're, my, my guess, at least, is they're not saying, but my guess is they'll take it around the world and, you know, and probably do more than one leg of the United States. A lot of times when bands say, well, let's do one more lap, they mean around the country. For a closing tour, the Eagles, like you said, are going to are going to yeah. do the world. I mean, this will be a little bit like Elton John. Now, granted, you know, he started his goodbye yellow farewell yellow brick road tour in September of 2018, um, and it did it did get interrupted by the pandemic. So, what was planned to be a three year tour became a five year tour. Uh, it's the first tour ever, by the way, to earn 900 million dollars. Over over the course of its tour, yeah, it was very successful. It was very oh, yeah. long. It was very long, successful. Yeah. He played a lot of places more than once. He did that Disney, you know, streamcast of the uh, Dodger Stadium show last November. So you know, but as far as the farewell thing goes, the Eagles have made a joke about that. They had their farewell one tour. Remember, it was on. Right, yeah. You could buy it on video. It was the Australian. Yeah. 
concert. Yeah, well, how long has uh, Kiss been working on their, their <laughs> well, world Kiss, tour? Kiss has been out about <laughs> about as long as Elton John. Yeah, uh, has has been out again, interrupted by the pandemic. Uh, but they are gonna they are going to bring it uh, to an end. They say uh, December first and second in Mad- Madison Square Garden in New York. Appropriate enough, that's where the band started. Uh, Gene Simmons went on the record this week to say that they have invited Ace Freely and Peter Chris to be part of that last show and that they have turned they've, them down. They've turned it down. And yeah, Peter, Peter and Ace, well, I think everybody knows. It's, it's about the money. You can talk about all the high-minded aspects of respect, but Peter and Ace want more money than Paul and Gene are willing to pay them. We always say it's about the money, but okay, how much money are they being offered that they're saying, that's not enough? I'd like a dollar amount that they're turning down. Yeah, I would love to know that too, okay. but no, nobody's saying, and for all we know, Gene and Paul are just saying, you know, you know, you come and play, uh, you know, maybe they'll cover their expenses, but this is a good thing for you. Cover their expense? Well, no, I wouldn't either. If you're just going to cover my expenses, right. yeah, no, what, I get a hotel room for the night? I mean, for <laughs> Ace, for Ace, there's there's reason to do it because he has a continuing career. He's still out there performing and recording and and releasing albums. Peter is largely out of sight, so, you know, for him to do it, there's not, unless he just wants to do it for the fun of it. And for for the for the ego stroke that it'll be, but you know you know this is one of those you can understand both sides of the equation. You know Gene and Paul do not need Ace and Peter up there to sell out a couple shows in Madison Square Garden that they're going to call the last Kiss shows. All right, of all you, time. okay. Along that same line, are uh, are the Eagles going to invite uh, Randy Meisner? Well, he's uh, did he yeah, no, he's, he'd be unable. They're not going to invite. They might, or you know, Don Felder, Bernie Ledden. They won't invite Don Felder. Um, <laughs> Bernie Ledden, you know, he took part in that history of the Eagles tour. Bernie's could, cool. They're all cool with Bernie now. Cool with, Randy cool was him. invited during the the history of the Eagles tour, and he he said, "No, nah, I can't yeah, do it." Yeah, he was he wasn't really able to do it. So you know, um, Felder is pretty much no. You know, Deacon <laughs> Fry maybe will show up on some of these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, pay tribute to his father. Uh, you know, but it'll be mostly the you know the the three that remain. You know, Don Henley, Joe Walsh, Timothy D. Schmidt, plus Vince Gill, and then and then they're they're touring okay. Since we since we've looped back to the Eagles, this tour will end at the Forum in Los Angeles when they that'll be the last you would, show. You right? would think, or the Staples Center, or maybe maybe they get Why? a maybe they get a uh, you know a Reliance Stadium date out of it. You know, put together a big, a big uh, package where you have Jackson Brown and Jimmy Buffett and you know some of the buddies from the scene, and you know you make it an Eagles Palooza farewell. It's got to be Southern California where they end. I, I would hope they're there, or you know, do a show in Winslow, Arizona. Glenn Fry always oh, inter- I like Winslow, Arizona. Glenn Fry yeah. always introduced the band We're the Eagles from Los Angeles. Right. He never right. said we're from Winslow, Arizona, never, or we're from never. Texas, or anything like that. Or, or we are Detroit the Eagles. Or anywhere. We no, are the he, Eagles from Los mm-hmm. Angeles. So it would be fair. I agree. It would be fitting. Yeah. So we'll see. Or they'll just tour until they they're no longer touring, and they won't tell us. They'll just be done. Is Bob going to be able to go see? Uh, uh, Taylor Swift in Canada. Well, they're they're sure sure enough trying hard. Wouldn't so, that be you know, wonderful? We, we, we did we did talk <laughs> about for you. We did talk a couple weeks ago about how the the Canadian Parliament <laughs> issued a decree to try to get her there. Now Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is tweeting 
uh, to Taylor Swift, she announced, you know, on all her social media, another 14 European and UK shows. And, you know, in in the post on Twitter, uh, Justin Trudeau wrote back that I know places in Canada would love to have you, so don't make it another cruel summer. We hope to see you soon. Uh, in Bananarama, what? What did somebody say? Cruel summer? Right? Yeah. Yeah. We want our royalties <laughs> on that tweet. So, so you know, I I, I think it's going to become a thing. You know, it's going to be some back and forth, and ultimately, you know, she'll do a swing. If not a swing through Canada, she'll play Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. You know, maybe a couple other cities, and maybe add add some more some more North American uh, cities that are you know northern North American cities. Well, not too far north, because you know they have you know they have those wildfires going there, and Trudeau well, is tw- tweeting about Taylor yeah, Swift. Uh, well, well, we can't no, we can't was... send Taylor to Canada if it's on fire. We right. just can't. She's an American uh, treasure, and it's clearly it's not going it's not going to happen. And I did catch you calling her an American treasure. I won't comment on it. But the uh, I love you know, that, it, don't you? It, def- <laughs> it definitely won't be this year. So maybe in twenty four, maybe in twenty five, depending on how long she plans to keep uh, the Eras tour going. All right. Um, Britney Spears needs to learn how to approach other celebrities. Apparently, <laughs> so this happened just uh, this week on Wednesday. Uh, they were she was out. Los Angeles, and so was uh, Victor Wembanyama, you know, the new first-round draft pick from the San Antonio Spurs, and I guess he was accompanied by his entourage as well as a bunch of fans, and Taylor went to say hi, tapped him on the shoulder, and according to the report, one of his security guards backhanded her, knocking the glasses off her face. Now, according to the same report, the security guard recognized her and then apologized and, and said to her, you understand how it is when when you're being swarmed by fans, but uh, Spears' team still made a police report about it. And, you know, his, her husband, you know, at least I think he's still a fiancé, Sam went on went online to, you know, to make some noise about it. And, you know, it's just one of those things that happened in the heat of the moment. If it had been you or me, you know, this wouldn't be making news, but it was Britney Spears, so now it's making news. Well, because I could be some psycho that was trying to hurt, uh, yeah. hurt uh, Victor, but you know it is the way things happen, and and this is you know he's new to all this, and I'm sure yeah. his team is new, you know. So it's something that happened. It's unfortunate. He's trying it's to make not... a, the security guys trying to make a good impression on his new boss. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that kind. Of, I mean, lots of things happen. In those Nobody but... gets close to him. Knock that chick to the ground. <laughs> See, not till not till not till they're on the court. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, uh, amongst all the uh, the chaos at uh, uh, Glastonbury, someone found two owls. Two owls. This is kind of a, a sweet story. See, our Glastonbury Festival in England happened uh, last weekend. That's been Britain's Woodstock forever and ever. I mean, this is a it's huge. huge. It's festival. outdoors. It's like it's it's wild, isn't it? I mean, oh yeah. Yeah, it's insane. It was insane before festivals had a habit of becoming insane. Yeah. Um, but it's a great one. So during underneath the pyramid stage, which is which is the big stage, it's the one where Elton John played, also where uh, where Guns N' Roses played this year, they found two owl chicks in a nest underneath the stage. A festival goer found them, turned them over to authorities. So they everybody decided it would be appropriate to name one owl Axel and the other owl. You can guess it. Slash. Exactly. 
studies. I'm interested in how they got two baby owls through a crowd like that to some, I don't know, wildlife authorities. Anything can happen. You know, one thing I've I've learned about just reading about Glastonbury is most anything can happen there. <laughs> and and I'm sure the I wouldn't be surprised if the crowd parted. Like like the Red Sea, when they saw this, uh, you know, when they saw this concert goer cradling a couple of baby owls. Owls make a hole, make a hole for the owls. Uh, you know, yeah, like a I, concert miracle, yeah, a Glastonbury miracle. That's pretty funny. It's, it's a pretty funny story. All right, well, that's that's one that's one end of 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 life. Now there's the the other end. We there are some people who passed this week, and and there's George Michael news. Right. So um, the people who passed this week, not household names, but important people, George Tinkner, who was one of the original members of Journey. A lot of people don't know Journey was a quintet uh, when it was founded and, and in recording its first album. Uh, Tickner quit uh, after the first album, but he continued to write songs with the band through their three albums. He went on to become a doctor. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So anyway, he, he passed that away. That would be this- awesome. You know my doctor? Used to play in Journey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so he he passed away this week at the age of seven. But, but the really unpopular Journey stuff, not the stuff anybody bought. Right. The stuff, <laughs> right, the stuff I like. You know, the stuff the critics <laughs> like. Um, the other one was notable. A, a British bassist named Mo Foster, and I know you're saying Mo who. This guy played on more than 400 albums and singles. He toured with Phil Collins. Um, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton. So he's like the Leland Sklar. Of, God, yeah, he's, yeah, he would be Britain's Leland Sklar. His beard isn't as long, but he had one. He was Sting, Meatloaf, uh, Brian May, Jerry Rafferty, Ringo Starr. I mean, this guy was the bass player to the stars. So he, uh, so you know, that's a, that's a notable. Those are two notable deaths from uh, from folks you might not have heard of otherwise. Uh, meanwhile, uh, George Michael, as you said in the news, first of all, there's a really nice wham documentary that just started on Netflix yesterday, or two days ago. It started on Wednesday. Uh, well worth catching. Now his family has been granted permission to build a memorial in his honor in Oxfordshire, England, uh, which is where he's from. They had made the request some years ago, and the council there held off because they thought there would be resistance. And in fact, there was resistance. It's an area where a lot of rich people live, where a lot of rich retirees live. But they managed to sort through it all, and now they've given the family the green light uh, to to erect a monument to George Michael. They already have the sculptor lined up, and they're hoping to have it up, if not this year, then sometime next. Does, I don't know, someone outside of the family have a right of approval of the, uh, I don't know, Whatever they're going to build, statue the estate? or um, no, not really. It is it is in the family. He has some friend. He has friends who who have been involved in it. How is big like is the statue? Or, or, yeah, or it's going it to like... be like a human sized statue. Okay, so mm-hmm. like like our bronze fawns down by the river. Exactly. It's not going to yeah. be a twenty foot George Michael. No, it's not going to be. Right. It's not going to look like Kim Jong Un in the middle of. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be a Michael Soros. Okay. <laughs> a Michael Soros. I like that. Uh you know who could have been on that list of uh, deceased stars was Madonna, but Rosie yeah. says what? Rosie O'Donnell posted this week that Madonna is at home, is resting and healing and still strong. Uh, we got a report this week that said she actually had to be revived by a Narcan injection. Saw that. Um, yeah, she went into, apparently it wasn't drug use, she went into some sort of septic shock, and so they, they did have to revive her. Uh, we still don't have a definitive word about the tour that's coming up, other than it won't start when it was supposed to have started. 
but whether it's postponed indefinitely or if they're you know, if they're eyeballing a date to actually get it started, you know, we don't know that yet. I would kind of hope and think it's going to be a while because this this sounds from all reports this sounds like it was pretty serious. Yeah, what if they tell her, well, you know, you're just going to have to rest yeah, the rest of your me. life. Yeah, and that could that could possibly happen. I, you know, the Madonna, the image Madonna projects is one that would say F that mm-hmm. and go into it. And it Brian, go she's in show business. What must go on? Well, the, the show, must, show go must go on. And if she dies on stage, so be it. All right. That's what the great ones do. Okay, now if this were Taylor, <laughs> you, I think you would be much more protective about it. <laughs> You don't even yes. talk about Taylor Swift. See what right? you mean, Gary? Have you seen the trailer for the Barbie movie? When Barbie says, "Do you ever think about dying?" and the whole party stops, uh-huh. they'll look at her. Yep, that's what you just did with Taylor Swift mm-hmm. dying. But everybody just stopped and went, "What did you say?" I'm just, I'm, yeah, we Swifties, we I'm don't. Just uh, crea- yeah. I'm just creating some context here. <laughs> hey, man, fun's fun, but come on. You know, you're not going to put you're not going to put Taylor Swift on stage even. <laughs> If there's a wildfire ranging within <laughs> within an, an entire continent, right? I but Madonna can go on stage and die. I, <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said that's what the great ones do. Okay. They, the show must go on. Fair Taylor enough. plays in the rain. She doesn't go home she when the rain starts. That. She does. You're right. You know, she's she she knows the deal. These okay. people came from a long way to see her. You know. I have any. Have any has anybody approached you to give you a friendship bracelet yet? Just a Swifty fan off the street? No, I, that's going to happen. Hey, we'll, we'll look for that to happen before summer is out. Now I, I, I hey, think that's going to happen. See that old dude over there? He's a Swifty. Yeah, it, only as a joke. I just do it as I'm not. Bob, Bob, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Got a bracelet for you. Uh, Brian, this is going to give us a full summer's worth of fun. I hope so. <laughs> All right, we're getting late here, Gary. How do you want to finish this today? Uh, we should finish up. Okay, happy uh, happy birthday to Ringo Starr today. Yes, And uh, it always is. And he has started what is a very nice tradition. So at noon up there, walk outside, open your window, walk outside of your house, and just utter the words, peace and love. That's all he wants for his birthday, and he does. He has turned this into a thing around the world. He'll be doing it in Los Angeles at two o'clock, you know, Milwaukee time. Um, but it's 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 taken some traction. Post it on social media if you want. But it's uh, it's kind of a nice. It's 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 a little hippy dippy, but it's kind of a nice thing to do at the same time. Yeah, you know, taking a moment. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reflect. You we, know, we've done they, that for other. Lesser people, little peace and love. Throw you don't throw it. Don't come easy on your, uh, you know. If I'm cutting the grass, do I have to turn the mower off to do it? I don't think I just, so. Okay, I so I can just so. uh, peace but you love. should carve. Mm-hmm. You should carve a peace sign into your lawn. <laughs> Big circle <laughs> and go down the middle. If you knew how seriously I took lawn care, Gary, you wouldn't even joke about that. <laughs> Almost, you take it as seriously as you take Taylor Swift. Right? Almost, and there's a couple of movies in the theaters this weekend. We yeah, should probably get should. that in. Yeah, um, the final Leonard, the Leonard Skinner's last concert with Gary Rossington uh, playing. It was November this past November twenty second at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville. That's going to be showing Saturday through July fourteenth. LeonardSkinner50 dot com uh, for theaters, showtimes, and tickets. And then on Sunday, this coming Sunday, the digitally restored cut of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. The motion picture, which was David Bowie's final Ziggy Stardust concert in 1973 in London.
in theaters for one day only. Um, and that'll be, uh, and you can get tickets and information about that at davidbowie.com. All right. All right, Gary. Peace and love. (laughs) That's not really Ringo. That's a voice impersonation by Brian. You know, as long as you say peace and love, Ringo's a happy man. Peace and love. You're going to have to say it at noon, not at eight in the morning, though. Well, he's practicing. All right. Gary, we'll talk to you next week. You guys take it easy. Gary Graff, our music. Peace and love. Good start of early. Our music expert. <laughs> <laughs>